from Flynn Broadcasting in Memphis, Tennessee, it's time for Cerrito Live. Here's your host, Kevin Cerrito. Greetings and salutations. We're live from high atop Mount Moriah on this golf tournament Saturday. Welcome to the show. We got an exciting, action-packed edition of the program coming your way this Saturday morning. Of course, at 11 a.m. every Saturday, we talk about professional wrestling on the radio. Coming up today, we have uh, one half of the SmackDown Live Tag Team Champions one-third of the New Day. Big E will join me later on this hour, uh, next hour, later on in the show. And next hour, we'll talk to Big E. SmackDown Live is in Memphis this coming Tuesday night at FedEx Forum for their last Tuesday visit before moving to the Fox Network. That's right. SmackDown's going to be on Fox 13 starting this fall on Friday nights. And it's an exciting time to be a wrestling fan. We'll talk to Big E uh, later on this uh, uh, in the show. Plus, uh, during the wrestling hour, the uh, folks from the You Look Like show will be here to help me preview SmackDown Live in Memphis. And we're going to give you a chance to win tickets. So if you want tickets to SmackDown Tuesday, FedEx Forum, we've got tickets to give away. And we will give them away in hour number two during the wrestling hour where we we will reward some loyal low budgets coming up get you inside fedex form it should be a good show if this week's smackdown was any indication as we're on the road to SummerSlam. but that's it for wrestling talk until 11 uh coming up later on this hour uh hollywoodfield will be in studio greg Akers will be in studio we will be conducting our latest think tank and uh, this month's think tank topic is what should be the next statue that is built in Memphis. What should be the next statue built in Memphis? The Johnny Cash statue recently uh, made its debut in Cooper Young, where Johnny Cash used to have, where Johnny Cash had his very first ever concert there in Cooper Young. So there's no Johnny Cash statue there. You can go get your uh, selfies with Johnny Cash. What should the next statue be? I know there's been debate on should we go should we go with the core four. Uh, there's already plans in motion with the University of Memphis to debut a, a Larry Finch statue. But sports, music, whatever, who should have a statue in Memphis? Where should it be? We're going to take your ideas and uh, we're going to discuss our ideas and come to a conclusion on what should be the next statue here in Memphis. Maybe it should be whoever wins this golf tournament this weekend. I don't know. But uh, speaking of the golf tournament, every week when we start this show, we talk about what we remember from the past week in Memphis sports. And right now, going on at this very moment, uh, we are in the middle of the biggest golf tournament in the history of the Bluff City. And uh, I have not been out there, but Jessica Benson from Local 24 has been there all week long. And she, lucky for us, joins us every Saturday. And she joins us now. Ladies and gentlemen... It's my pleasure to introduce to you. He's a friend of mine. Yes, yes, I am. And he goes by the name. <laughs> Hello. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Local 24 sports reporter and anchor, co-host of the Still Not Engaged podcast. 
still not the still not Mary podcast. I have an update. We are we are taping the first episode of Still Not Married next Wednesday. So Ooh. for all those people wondering, we have not died and we have not gotten divorced before we got married. We've just been lazy this summer, <laughs> but we will be out next week. Still lazy podcast. Yes, still lazy. It's still very, very lazy podcast, except not this week because it's been insane. Dropping this summer, a summer series. I like, I love summer debuts. Yeah, you know, like you need something this summer. I feel like all my shows have run out kind of, and I'm looking for something. So here you go. Awesome. So, Jessica, I know you've been out at TPC Southwind this week. And I know it was a little jarring at first when you went out there so and, jarring. and realized you were not in, in, in Ireland. Uh, how's it been? How's the tournament been? Does it tell me, I need to know is, does it feel different out there? Yeah, it really does. I think it's been, I had pretty high expectations for it just based on it transforming into a world golf championships and everything that that entailed, the world's best golfers coming and what that would mean for golf fans in Memphis and, the experience itself, I think, has certainly lived up to that hype. Um, we've all been talking about it in the media this week amongst ourselves because you you don't want to exaggerate and you don't want to just, like, oversell something, but it really did. That first day of the tournament on Thursday, there was a gallery following kind of the premier group of the day, which was Brooks Kepka, Roy McIlroy, and Jason Day. And this gallery following them, you're looking at it and you're like, I think this is more people than what we saw on a championship Sunday at a FedEx Institute Classic following the leading group at the, at the end of everything. Um, and this gallery kept building throughout the day. You know, Penny Hardaway was in that gallery supporting his fellow Nike athletes out there. And Penny's out there, of course. It's cool. And we should have just done a whole story on Penny because that's what <laughs> everyone wants to hear about all summer, all year, all everything. But... There were these people, and then you realized, too, that, like, yeah, that was the premier group, but the cool thing about this year is that it's not just a premier group. Like, there were other galleries that were pretty formidable in size all around the course because people's favorite golfers were here. So I don't think it's an over-exaggeration to say that we have already seen more people in the first two days than we had seen at a previous St. Jude Classic event in the past. Um, and people have been really into it. And the golfers have been really receptive to it. I think there's a couple guys playing here for the very first time. One of those is John Rahm, and he was in the lead after the first day. And he had never played here before. And he had he went as far to say that he now was kind of regretful of not having played here before, especially given the St. Jude element that really touched his heart. And he saw how much this event means to the community and how much – it's all tied in with St. Jude. So that was really cool to hear. And obviously, I mean, here in Memphis, we just love to hear people say good things about Memphis and for it to be a positive perception. And I think across the board between golf fans, golf media, and the golfers themselves, that's been the takeaway so far. Right. And the, the, the attention of the golf world definitely focused on Memphis. And, and with any golf tournament, the closer you get to Sunday, the more people are paying attention. And right now, who's atop the leaderboard? Is Matthew Fitzpatrick still above everyone else? Yeah, 24-year-old Matthew Fitzpatrick, he's nine under going into today. Uh, Groups have already actually teed off. They did make some changes here for the weekend where they went from playing in threesomes to pairings, and the first group teed off at 745. But the big guys, the guys 
closer to the top, the leaderboard still haven't gone off. Uh, but yeah, Matthew Fitzpatrick, who, you know, relatively an, a lesser known name. I mean, if you're super involved with golf, you know who Matthew Fitzpatrick is. But if you're a casual fan, chances are you might not. And he himself yesterday even said, we asked, we're like, is it, is it fair to call you an underdog? And he's like, absolutely, it's fair to call me an underdog. I am not on anybody's radar. So that's, I mean, it's both cool and I also understand why people are like, wait, what the heck? Because here we were all hyping up the world's best golfers coming to Memphis, and yet we're talking about Matthew Fitzpatrick in the lead going into the weekend. But all those big names, I mean, Kepka, Justin Rose, Justin Thomas, McElroy, they're all still in very much in the mix going into all of this. And we've seen TPC Southwind play this way before. Like you can climb pretty quickly, especially on the Saturday. Moving day as they call it. Like the potential is there for a lot of movement to happen. And I, I would predict we'll see it. I would predict we'll see a little well something crazy. I mean, Louis Ustazen went off this morning and he's already four under on the day and is now two under on the tournament. He was someone we weren't even really looking at going into the day. So there you go. 63 of the world's uh, best golfers. I just counted 64. I just put Tiger in last place. I just make it. I say 64 of the best. Tiger's at the bottom. He forfeited. We'll we'll say (laughs) No, No Tiger Woods. And, and, okay, this. There is Tiger Woods swag, though, in the merchandise tent. There's Tiger Woods apparel to be bought one shirt says i am tiger woods and i was thinking someone should just put it on <laughs> if you have enough beer throughout the day maybe you two could believe that tiger woods was at tpc south in this weekend it could can work we, can we get kevin tway or keegan bradley okay, or max want- homa or jb Holmes? <laughs> somebody at the bottom just put it on if you're one of these guys at the bottom just do it yeah just just put it on why not i wanted to go out and like i mean these guys are all professional golfers, and they're all making. I mean, there was no cut this weekend, so they're all making money. Uh, but yeah, Kevin Clay is in last place, and he teed off early today. He's like 16 over on the tournament. I wanted to go out and just walk with Kevin Clay. Like, he played because it's an odd number, and since they're going off in twosomes, he played by himself this morning. Aww. So I, I'm so curious. What's, the, what's that experience like? But I was not going to get out there at 745, unfortunately. <laughs> The, uh, we're talking I'll, with, I'll leave Kevin Tway alone in his feelings blocking the golf course. We're talking with Jessica Benson about what we remember from this week in Memphis sports. Of course, this week, it is the golf tournament. It's the very first ever World Golf Championship FedEx St. Jude Invitational. Really, we've replaced the word classic with invitational, and the field has got more exciting uh, with the bigger names. And But what else outside of the, the golf? That you're you're seeing out there, you you said you went. Um, that's different because you've been to the you've been to the classic before. Yeah, this is my third year now being in Memphis at the at, in golf season in Memphis. We'll call it. So, it, is there something the food? I know there's. Did you stop by the uh, what they've been really bragging this year? A new element being the food trucks. Yeah, so I went to a preview event last Thursday and kind of got a preview taste of everything because we're kind of all over the place during the tournament itself. But I've heard nothing but positive things about the food experience. I did go by the pit yesterday, which is between kind of the first hole, second hole, uh, eighth and ninth. And they have, uh, what is it? They have commissary, central, rendezvous, and hogwild. And it was packed. I mean, literally the afternoon one time, like, everybody was, 
seemingly enjoying their time over there. I know the Monowan Boulevard area they have with the food trucks has been a really popular stop for people, too. And then everyone's gone crazy over the Birdies and Bubbles, which is the... I always, I always just call them Andrew Michaels, but I know they're two separate people, <laughs> two separate chefs, but it's the event that they've been putting on and they kind of have more like a niche menu that is special for the tournament this weekend. Apparently they have a chicken sandwich that is like to die for. So maybe I'll, I'll wander out, but that's on 14 and 14 is really far away <laughs> from the media center and, and where we exist. So that would take quite the trek, but they've also, and I got to give them kudos, like the Memphis tourism the board commission. No, I feel really bad for not getting that name right. But they've done a tremendous job in feeding the media too. They've made sure because they realize that, like, well, you know, most of these people are golf reporters. There's kind of an element of travel reporting in it too, and getting the experience of Memphis and and what Memphis is and what food you eat in Memphis. So every day at the media center, they put out a snack in the afternoon that's been Memphis focused. So they had Gibson Jonas. They brought out Gus's fried chicken, which everyone oh, yes. was crazy for. And then yesterday they had commissary barbecue nachos. So I don't know if that continues through the weekend, but that's made media did, members very happy in the middle of their workday to get a little treat like that. And did, let's be real, like mostly the Memphis media members are the ones who are very excited about it. Now, did, did Kyle Porter see this, this food and be like, what is this? Where's the fish and chips at? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, to be honest, I have not seen Kyle Porter. Is Kyle Porter here? Is he? That I is mean, a, that's... The- I, I honestly don't know the answer to that question. And the thing is, it's like, I think Kyle Porter got a little... And for people who aren't familiar with the saga of last weekend where Kyle <laughs> Porter tweeted that it would be jarring for these golfers to play in Memphis, Tennessee this week after having played in Northern Ireland at the Open last weekend, he went on to clarify he was talking about the difference between courses and yeah it's highly different jarring was jarring was a jarring word for memphis people to read about their city and it didn't sit particularly well but i think he got kind of i i think he learned his lesson not to poke the memphis bear when it comes to those kind of things but i am not sure if kyle porter is here living the memphis experience i'm going to his twitter right now let's see it doesn't look like so. Kyle Porter. Does it not look like it? Kyle, no pictures of barbecue. If there's no yeah. pictures of barbecue on his timeline, let's be real. He's not here. Kyle Porter CBS uh, was his Twitter handle, and it was really right after we went off the air uh, here uh, last Saturday that he tweeted out uh, that that tweet that, that stirred up the Memphis Twitter. And and uh, there's different ways you can look at it, whether you should be mad about it or not. But he's. I'm a little bit upset that he just didn't even show up here. So he's he's yeah. he's he's throwing shade on Memphis and the, if he's throwing, yeah, don't even come and see it. Like what what is he doing? Yeah, right. he's writing. But to be fair, maybe he's coming for the weekend. Like like you right. said, you know, the first two rounds. Yeah, the real diehards are are keeping track at home. But this this is when people start to really pay attention, and this is when people will hopefully be having Memphis, Tennessee on their TVs this afternoon and right. watching how. I mean, the course is in excellent shape and. That's been one of the cool things to hear, too, is the players talking about the course. I mean, Matt Fitzpatrick yesterday, our reigning leader, said that the greens at TBC Southwind are the best that they've played on the tour this year besides Augusta. So if you're you know, a Memphis golf 
nut and you're really proud of the courses around Memphis and TPC Southwind, like that's one of the higher compliments that you can get. And everyone has said that. I mean, Brooks Kepka said the course is in the best shape. He's seen it in the last four years. Phil Mickelson, everyone's favorite golfer in Memphis, who's been so loyal <laughs> to this tournament through the years. He said everything's perfect out here. And so it's just been a lot of positivity. Right. Uh, so Cal Porter, uh, we will remember that this week. But what we're going to remember, we will remember that. We're, we're going to remember that guy from CBS that tweeted. Well, no, uh, I think more than that, they want They might not even remember CBS. They'll yeah. remember that guy who said jarring. Like I yeah. feel like jarring will now be a higher used word in Memphis to describe things. Could be our our, our word of the year, at least the word of the summer. Uh, right now, we're talking with Jessica Benson. Follow her at Local24 Jessica for all your golf tournament coverage and more once this tournament course concludes. Uh, let's see. So you the mentioned the pit. Uh, the, the barbecue pit thing to me is very fascinating as, you know, I don't. You know, we're not going to break down that much golf talk here because I don't, I don't speak, I don't, I don't, I don't speak golf. But we can break down barbecue talk. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't speak golf, but I do speak barbecue. That's and fine. The, but, and I do speak sporting events and I go to so many different events. I'll be a FedEx forum for SmackDown on Tuesday. It, it is fascinating to me that you, you have these, that you can have multiple different competing barbecue restaurants. Like there's not a bid for the contract that they're going to have a bunch of different barbecue restaurants that you can eat from. To me, I think that's that's kind of bananas because there's not like a place in Memphis where you can go. There's not like a barbecue food court that where you yeah, go to. That's, like that's this is the point. only place where you could go and get a little bit of each at the same time. Yeah, and, and they're each featuring, you know, their whatever they chose to highlight as their special items to be had at the tournament. And I just I think it's really brilliant because for one, I mean yeah, a bulk of the fans at the tournament are Memphians who are there, and it allows them to have their favorite. Or maybe, like, you've been in the city and you haven't been to one of those places before, or you haven't been in a while, and it piques your interest again. And you're like, oh, okay, next weekend, I want to go see the whole menu at Rendezvous. I'll just throw out Rendezvous because it always gets the bad tourist rap. But maybe someone had some excellent rendezvous barbecue on the course this week and like, you know what? I'm going to go back downtown and I'm going to go into rendezvous. So I think it's really smart from the restaurant's perception, just in terms of getting their names out there and being involved. And especially since it's the inaugural WGC in Memphis and being mm -hmm. attached to that and hopefully being able to ride that out into whatever you want it to be in the future. And then from the tournament perspective, it's super smart because, you are creating, it's not just about, you know, because guys like you who <laughs> maybe don't follow golf to the T, and uh, no pun intended, um, who don't follow the sport regularly, but you're interested in the event itself. Now you're talking, now you have something to talk about and you have something to be, you know, excited about too. And here in Memphis, like food is such a big thing. I know when they were previewing the event last week, they said, you know, you can't talk about Memphis without food. And and that's really true. It's such a big part of the community, and it's a big part of the vibe that Memphis puts out. And we're obviously very proud of, from barbecue to and hot wings, the food truck at 901 Boulevard where the food trucks are. They have New Wing Order there, who won one of the hot wing national competitions and I tried them for the first time and they are incredible. That was something that I didn't know about Memphis before I moved here. Well, frankly, I like had never had a real hot wing. Now that I've had wings in Memphis, I feel like <laughs> I've been so enlightened to this 
new world that I had no idea about. But like, I had never had honey gold. I had never had honey hot, like this honey sauce type thing. So to have all of those options out and about on the course and, you know, at very different spots on the course, depending on where you are, it kind of makes it like a destination thing. Like, what, what am I going to try today? And, oh, I was there on the first day I went to the pit. Well, now on day two, I'm going to go to Birdies and Bubbles and get kind of more like a fancyish golf course cuisine. And then on day three, I'm going to go to the food truck. So it allows for the experience to extend outside of just one day. There are things, I think you could go all four days and probably still miss some of the cool stuff that they have out there for fans. Awesome that the the so the pit the people always talk about Tiger basketball brings the city together, but this golf tournament was able to bring all of these competing competing uh, barbecue <laughs> restaurants together into in, into one place, and I think it's cool because it's really like I don't. No, I mean, you go to Barbecue Fest. Yes, there's great barbecue everywhere, barbecue, but you can't eat all of that barbecue. You got to know how to get into the yeah. tents and stuff. So yeah, I thought about that yesterday when I was watching everyone just like happily chow down on their barbecue. It was like a mini barbecue fest. Like, it's never, obviously, barbecue fest is (laughs) an insane beast of its own and nothing touches it. But to get just a little bit of that is a really cool add-on to the golf tournament experience here. Yeah, I mean, speaking of barbecue fest, the news uh, breaking yesterday that uh, Memphis in May will not be at Tom Lee Park. Oh, really? I missed that. I've been in this golf bubble. No way. It's just temporary. They're a temporary move. So it's going to be there next year. So 2020, same old, same old. But then the construction will begin on whatever the new uh, look and feel of the park is going to be. So it's going to take a year off in 2021. They have not announced uh, the locations of, of course, the two big festivals, uh, Bill Street Music Fest and Barbecue Fest, more than likely Barbecue maybe Fest. They can, maybe they can do it at EPC Southwind. <laughs> it, can, it can be attached to the you, golf tournament. Have you seen the, the, the grass or lack thereof at Tom Lee Park? I mean, Memphis in May? Southwind may never recover. Right, it would, it would be never. like the blowout event, the end. Yeah, then, I don't think I don't think it would fly, but it'd be cool in theory. Yeah, then the CB, CBS reporters would have a legitimate uh, reason to be saying something is is jarring. Yeah, <laughs> that would be quite jarring. <laughs> if we had to do the like, there is no there is no grass left. It is just mud. But really, and that's soft remnants. But that's what that guy wants. He wants a nice scenic golf. We should have moved the golf tournament to Tom Lee Park because he wants there to be scenic water in the background at the. Uh, on there's the so course. much. That, I understand that it's not like natural water, but there's so much water on TPC Southwind. You get you get enough of that. Enough water hazards. Enough water. There. There's the most. I saw a graphic yesterday. It's the most, and I always forget it. Um, like the most lost balls on the tour happen at TPC Southwind. Really? Yeah. I wonder. I wonder. Like you could hit the ball. The hit the. Like, but if it was downtown at Tom Lee Park, if we actually that's not happening. This is not. This Some is my. People, this is my I Tom Lee Park plan now. Fest. I, think I saw people at Barbecue Fest hitting golf balls into the like those dissolvable golf balls. They better be dissolvable. Yeah. In, they are. I because there's mantises that, that, that travel around in the in the Mississippi River. You want to get an injure yeah. one of those. You're, yeah, you don't want that. So what? I believe they are dissolvable. <laughs> I will give them the benefit of the doubt, but that'd be cool. A little the, driving range event. Well, I'm just saying you could be if you if this because they're trying to they're still debating the Tom the Tom Lee Park issue. What should we do with it? Maybe turn it in, if you turn it into a golf course. Then you, obviously Memphis May's done, but you could you could uh, hit the ball into over the Mud Island, and then your ball could technically li- land in the Gulf of Mexico because of the the little walking thing they've got over there. Have you been to Mud Island and walked the the, the river, Jessica, in your time? Um, you know what I'm talking about? 
Is yeah, that the I model. Mean, the model of the Mississippi River on Mud Island, like and kids there are splashing around in it. It's like a, a really long like ge- geography lesson slash. No, uh, no, I pool. have not. I got to get over there. Well, sure. Behind the time. There's that new the, sign I over there. the Mud Island Dog Park. Is it close to that? I'm sure it is. It's Mud okay. Island, not Harbortown, right? The, uh, I have that. I don't think they've made changes to Mud Island, but we're, we're veering off topic here. Anyway, yeah. But, but so, music, <laughs> so Barbecue Fest in 2021 will probably be at uh, Tiger Lane because that's where Tiger, Tiger Lane was the host of Barbecue Fest uh, during the flood uh, a few years ago when we had the, the massive flood. Uh, back when the Grizzlies were rolling in the playoffs, and right. they relocated. And it was a great location. It's a great temporary location. Tiger, Tiger Lane is built for tailgating, and Barbecue Fest is a tailgating event. And you you replace the river with nice views of Liberty Bowl Memorial Stadium okay. and uh, the Mid-South Coliseum. But that's that's my guess. I mean, guess where that's going to be. Who knows what they decide with Music Fest. But, well, they should take your opinion and figure it out. Well, yeah, that's, that's what I'm here for. So the golf happened. Here's what <laughs> – now – Look, I, okay, I do want. Wait, while we are talking about the golf, I do want to yeah. say because if you are a golf fan, it is kind of exciting. I mentioned Louis Hazen. He's now five under through eight and is now up to three under on the day, tied for 18th. So, like I said, today has a ton of opportunity for stuff like that to happen. And you know, as the course continues to firm up, we had that rain last week, so they were saying you know, it was a little soft. Maybe the first couple of days. There's a lot of potential today. I'm excited. I'm getting out there as soon as I get off with you. But the, for other people who want to go for the golf purposes instead of the barbecue purposes, keep an eye on that. The, yeah, I, I, no, but you can go for just for the for the event of it. I am disappointed. I had and and I was I was talking to you and, and Sudo, all of our other uh, all those TV folks. I was hanging out with y'all for a minute the other night at Laughlin Yard, and we were talking like, "Are you going to the golf tournament?" And I was just yeah. I disappointed in myself. I was like, because I know at first, like, I don't want to deal with the heat and uh, t- to go to the golf tournament. I'm not, you know, I don't speak golf, so I know it's a great event, but I've right. been to one before. I kind of want to see what this new one is about. So at first I was, I didn't make the plans to go, but then the weather was like amazing. So I was like, oh, wow. So can I adjust my schedule to go and get down there? And then like, the, well, the weather's amazing. There's going to be more people there and yada, yada, yada. Anyway, so I didn't make it. Uh into my plans to to go to the golf tournament. But and then I realized there was like a moment hit me that I was like really sad this week about the golf tournament. Aww. I'm but here's not because I couldn't go, but okay. because but because <laughs> but because John Daly couldn't go. Oh god. John, John <laughs> Memphis's favorite golfer, you say it's Phil, I still believe it's John Daly. And I, that's a that's a pretty good competition there, and when the reg- the regular golf tournament uh back in the day john daly could play right anybody could get into that one he could he was he i believe he played it was either last year or the year before but he he withdrew after the first round with his, his crazy pants uh his smoking breaks yeah nowadays it's if he can get a cart exemption and be able to use a cart that's his big thing now i just john daly the the golf tournament, Jessica. You'd have like maybe you'd have a couple good golfers, right? A couple really you know famous yeah. golfers. You'd have maybe two famous golfers. You'd have uh, whoever won the tournament the year prior, right? Fill in the blank. A name right. of a John Roberts or somebody like that. Is that his name? Or is that the guy in the Supreme Court? See, this is I don't speak golf. <laughs> I don't speak golf. The, <laughs> but then you have, but you'd always have John Daly there too. Like he was just like your local, reliable, 
guy and a part of the sure. tournament. And now, are we never going to see him again now? Because he usually have to be good at golf still? To... Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. Can we get him in the celebrity thing? Can he be playing golf against the host you know, of The Bachelor? Because the, the celeb am was this weekend over at Spring Creek. That was on Wednesday. And maybe someday in the future he could join. Could you imagine John Daly and Chris Harrison from The Bachelor playing golf together? What a crew. Oh, my goodness. Talk about, like, uh, men tell all. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Okay, we could get a John. Like, what if John Daly was The Bachelor? Right. Like, he has had a a very. That would be. Because, I I mean, The Bachelor is going to have to get a new shtick sometime. Like, they're going to have to make some. Some kind of change to keep it interesting. And let's see. John Daly was married. I don't think he's married oh, he's, anymore. He's had so many scandals. And you can run I mean, it, he's, you been, can run he's, into... he's been married four times. But he hasn't been married since 2007. So the, the window is open. <laughs> and to do a John Daly. recruited him to be on The Bachelor. That, that is amazing. I would watch it. I think most people would watch it just out of like sheer curiosity. Chris Chris Harrison, the host of The Bachelor, was here for that. I would watch. I would watch. I'd be I'd be down with the, the John Daly uh, Bachelor for sure. They're gonna. They're, who knows where it goes? So it's Chris Harrison was here. Who else was here? Who what other celebrities? Colton Colton Underwood from The Bachelor was here. It was a very <laughs> Bachelor heavy um, event over at Spring Creek. J.R. Smith was here. Terrell Owens, Theo was in that mix. Muffet McGraw, who I always grew up wanting to play for so that was cool i wasn't over there but i just pretended i was there by association um some actress from big little lies was there the one who plays reese witherspoon's daughter on the show okay she's been all over it and then penny hardway and mike norvell both played in it as well so you had the memphis staples in the mix too that's a pretty that's a pretty good lineup i the biggest celebrity probably ever at st jude classic was um michael jordan wasn't Justin? Didn't Justin Timberlake play. play in it one year? Uh, sure, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't, yeah. did he? Yeah, I guess he did. Yeah. yeah, someone told me because I've I've been holding out hope ever since that one day he would the show he'll, up. He'll come the, back. I think the celeb. I think your chances are. But why do they? Uh, why do they not do these at the actual? They course? usually do. This is the first year that they didn't, and I do not have the exact answer for you as to why that was the case this year. But I would assume it's somewhat in connection with the fact that it was a World Golf Championship. I don't know if they didn't want, you know, to get on the course or whatever that might have been. But it was at Spring Creek this year for whatever reason. And it was just a celeb am. It wasn't a pro-am. There were no and the golfers playing this week played in that event. They were doing their practice rounds over at TPC. Yeah, we're wrapping things up with Jessica Business. Is there anything else we can remember from this week in Memphis sports besides this historic golf mm-hmm. tournament? Anything else happened? Was there anything else? I don't, I don't think so. I really Ever, don't think All the is. focus has been the lead up to this, and now it's here, and it's surviving without Tiger Woods. I will, uh, Brooks Kepka said barbecue is not in his diet, which created a bit of a... Well, where does he commotion. live? Where does he live? I don't know where he because, lives full time but when he's here he was like i have a chef barbecue's not in my diet which was a very on-brand brooks kepka answer for this event uh he lives in west palm beach so not a ton of barbecue right not i mean if you if you lived in kansas city down yonder if you lived in kansas city alabama or the carolinas or close to memphis then uh that's that's just uh 
mind-boggling, but yeah. it, it would not be. Yes, I have a cheat day. Did you follow this up? Did somebody follow up and say, but what about you have a cheat day where you eat barbecue? You can no, have- we kind of just left it at that. Okay. Chris Kepa doesn't really look like he eats a lot of barbecue, so I just accepted it at face value. Yeah, I mean, but again, that's all that all ties back into the golf tournament. There's nothing. Yeah, yeah there's nothing happening. Uh, it sports no, wise this it. time of year. That's really the good positioning. I do like the golf. That's it's the, a great week, honestly, because it leads right into Memphis football reports to camp next Thursday. Um, we'll, we'll have our event with them on Thursday, and then they start practice on either Friday or Saturday. And Memphis men's basketball starts gearing up for their trip to the Bahamas, which is, I believe, the 14th of August. So. This golf tournament fell at a perfect time. We're able to put our sole focus on it. And then also we have a quick transition into more stuff coming, which is great. Like things are finally starting to heat back up again. Right. It's put, it's putting something here in the middle of the calendar. The, just the the national sports calendar, not much yeah. is happening. We're, we're far enough into NBA free agency. We're far uh, – Summer League is over. Uh, by this point yep. in, in the calendar. SEC media days are over by this point in the calendar. Like, it is the perfect position, and that's underrated, I think, uh, going into this. But, and we will probably forget how perfect it is next year when it's 120 degrees on the golf course. Correct. Correct. But, yeah. And I do want one more thing before we get off. I want to clarify. Like, everyone's running around saying, oh, the weather is perfect. It's so beautiful out. Yes, it is. But this is such a Memphis thing because – it's still super hot outside. Like, I don't, I get that you're not like literally existing in fire outside like you would normally this time of year. But when you're standing in the sun, it's still really hot for this West Coast non humidity grower up or over here. So just it's still hot. be mindful yes. of your word choice. It's not, it, it's not jarringly hot, but it's still hot <laughs> here in Memphis. Uh, that's that is fair. That is fair. Thank you for coming to my TED talk. The <laughs> uh, so you mentioned you mentioned um, that the shirt that the, the, the PGA the store they have a store uh, the shop yeah. there right yeah what's, all kinds of merchandise. Last question. Tell me what's better the, the PGA tour shop at the golf tournament or the airport? Ooh, the golf tournament. It's a massive tent. I've, I've all, I'm always fascinated by the, 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 the golf gift yeah, shop yeah, at the that, airport. That was a good question. Good one to end on because, yeah, <laughs> but this one, everything's obviously very World Golf Championship focused, but there's, there's a good selection. Good color choices, too. I got my data shirt. So Oh, wow. Go. Yeah. Go, go shopping, get some barbecue. Yeah, uh, it's it's, uh, it's 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 a great event. All right, Jessica, uh, thanks so much for following us. We'll have a, we'll know who the winner is next week, and yes, it, but maybe something will happen between them that we'll remember more. Who knows? Who will tweet something that is kind of <laughs> insulting about Memphis? Kind Find of. out next time. Yeah, next week, Jessica. Always a pleasure. I will uh, talk to you next Saturday. Sounds good. Have a good one. Bye. Right, everybody, watch Jessica tonight on Local Twenty Four. She'll be bringing you. Your sports, all the golf coverage uh, from out at TPC South. When you can follow her, of course, at Local 24 Jessica as well. When we come back, we are going to conduct a think tank here on this program. Uh, try to figure out what is the next statue that Memphis should construct and uh, put on display right here 
in the Bluff City. If you have any ideas, you can tweet them in now. I'm at Cerrito. Holly's at I Love Memphis. She's checking your tweets right now. Holly Whitfield from the I Love Memphis blog. And Greg Akers from the Memphis Business Journal will join us for that conversation next. Here you're listening to Cerrito Live on Sports 56, 96.1 and 87.7 FM.